and welcome to another episode of Drive with the Healthy Entrepreneur. My name is Rebecca Corbett and I am the Healthy Entrepreneur and you're going to be with me for the next 10 minutes of my drive to work. All right, so let's get into it. This week, I want to talk about, she said, what? I want to talk about all of those reviews that you get on your Facebook page um, or on your, your Google reviews and all that sort of thing. So reviews from people are a really great way for people to, your your prospective clients, to see um, just what kind of product or service that you provide. Now, of course, we all put testimonials on our web pages, but we control those, right? We've put them there. So while people will read them, they don't really pay too much attention to them. They're great to have there because it can kind of um, highlight and illustrate just what you did for that client and it will help explain your services and your methods a little more. But as far as trusting you by reading that testimonial, the percentage of that is fairly low. So those reviews on your Facebook page and on your Google is absolutely trusted. Or if you are a tourism-based um, place, you might have reviews on TripAdvisor. Um, or if you have an accommodation establishment on Airbnb or on Booking.com, you'll have reviews on there. So depending on your industry, wherever your reviews are, that you don't actually post yourself that your, your clients um, and customers are posting. But what happens when somebody posts a review that's less than nice? Now, we unfortunately do live in an age where we can hide behind our screens. We can be that keyboard warrior. And when we're cranky and emotional, we act like an absolute toddler, we may go and leave a review on someone's page while we're emotionally charged. The review may be not necessarily fair. Yes, it's been triggered by something that's happened that's really upset you, but the review may not actually be fair or written in the right, in the right way. Now, I have seen this happen to many people, and I've seen it happen over the silliest of things. I've seen a swimwear company that ran a competition to win a pair of bathers, and the person who won... Um, was under the age of 18 and the swimwear was I think you'd call it a Brazil Brazilian cut maybe is that the word maybe I'm getting mixed up with waxing anyway they were very let's call them cheeky um (laughs) and that is fine if you want to wear that style of swimwear and if you go down the beach you will find many many girls between the ages of 13 and 18 wearing this type of swimwear they're in fashion at the moment but what happened was um, this girl received the swimwear as a prize. And now I never actually found out if she actually received it as a prize or if she just bought them, to be honest. Um, but in the box with the swimwear was a little card saying, thank you so much. Um, make sure that you take a picture of yourself. Um, if you post to your socials, use hashtag whatever the hashtag was that that company was using. Now, the mother caught wind of the girl having this swimwear, thought it was really inappropriate, and basically took the little card saying, thanks for buying, or congratulations on winning the competition, um, and then saying, post a picture on social media and hashtag us. She took that to mean that the swimwear company was pressuring her underage daughter to take a picture of herself in the cheeky swimwear and post it, and basically accused the swimwear company of like child pornography which 
is absolutely ludicrous. Um, but it is a lesson that if you are including little handwritten cards, make sure that you review your wording. They're, um, they're an amazing tool to use. It's free to do. It's a handwritten card and it means that you're getting free marketing images, right? People are posting about your brand and using your hashtag and you're getting really beautiful images sometimes to be able to be used in your marketing. And then you can also use that as a, a bit of a thing like best photo posted this month gets a 15% discount, but I'm getting into marketing there. Anyway, just be really careful with how you write it. There was nothing wrong with how this lady wrote it, um, but it was taken that way. Now, that woman posted that review and slandered that company, and the company actually turned off their Facebook page and they went out of business, which is really sad. There's a lot of people who supported this small business. Um, It was a fellow mum in business, and there's a lot of us who tried our best, but at the end of the day, it was too much for this woman. So some people go to that extreme where it completely kills their business. Some people just go and turn their uh, reviews off on Facebook. Uh, Some people are so afraid of this that when they start, they turn their reviews off from the very beginning and they never get any reviews. Now, to me, that's just silliness. You're wasting an entire avenue, an entire way for people to be able to leave you amazing feedback Um, and and to get your customers to trust you. If I go and am looking at buying something and I search for reviews on a company and they're turned off, I don't buy. That's just me, but I don't buy. Unless I really need that damn item and that person has it at the right price and is going to ship it and I'm going to get it within two days because I always order things late. Unless it's something like that and I definitely cannot get it anywhere else, I'm not buying. So keep that in mind. Now, what do you do when somebody does give you a negative review? The first thing that you need to do is put down your phone or get off your computer and walk away. Do not respond to negative reviews in the public and especially emails um, that are even private immediately. Because what happens is as soon as you receive that and you are emotionally attached to your business, your brain, it flips its switch and you turn into toddler mode and now you're emotional. So now you've got one emotional toddler arguing with another emotional toddler and that's really not good for anyone. Have you ever seen two toddlers argue? Like there's no rationale over that. There is no saving that and you are just going to look as bad as they do. So the first things first is take a breath and walk away and have a think about it then have a look. Is the person leaving the review, did they actually buy from you? Because there are people who will leave fake reviews. Have a look in your system. Did they buy from you? When did they buy? What actually happened? Find out the story, not just your emotional recollection. Find out what happened. If you have staff, talk to them. Did something happen that you weren't aware of? Now, if that person didn't actually buy from you, one of the best things that you can do is reply to their review in public and say, Hi, such and such. Thank you very much for your review. I've checked in my system and I can't actually find where you placed your order. Would you mind getting in touch with us on this email address and give us your order number so that we can look into this further for you? Bam. Done. 
you've just shown in a really polite way that this person didn't actually buy from you. You didn't say, this review is fake, this person didn't ever buy from us, this is not right. You just said, I can't find your order on my system. Can you please contact us with your order number so we can look into it further? So you're not even accusing them, you're just being really polite. Now that to me looks great. If they reply, then you're just going to have to go with it and, and have a look at it. But nine times out of ten, they won't. If I see a bad review and I see that reply, I will think, great, they handled that really well. So what if they did buy from you and they were really unreasonable and the return, say they wanted to return the item and you refused because it was outside of your terms and conditions, you could say something like, hi, such and such, Um, thank you for taking your time to repost the review here. Um, as As our terms and conditions state, Uh, returns outside of 60 days are not accepted for the reasons of keeping our stock um, in tip-top condition um, for our other clients. Any returns that are made are then sent back into restock and we would hate to be sending out less than quality items to people. Now, if the item was broken, you should just be refunding it anyway. Like, the amount of times that I see on business groups, this person is asking for a refund for this reason and I don't want to and it's outside of my terms and conditions. Have a think about it. Is it going to hurt you to just refund it? I, I'm not saying pay them out so that they shut up and don't give you a bad review, but sometimes you just got to have a look and like, like cut your losses. Sometimes it's just easier to refund it, especially if they're saying that it's faulty. Refund that 100% of the time. If they contact you in six months and they say, I bought a torch from you and I used it last week for the first time and it doesn't work and it was a $5 torch, yeah, it's been six months. Yeah, they've probably used it, but really, you don't have to give them their money back. You can just give them a store credit. There are ways around it. So just have a look at your reviews and make sure that if you do get any negative reviews that you respond in a really polite manner. If you're not sure how to respond, please get in contact with me. I'm more than happy to um, help you workshop that one um, over a private message. Or if you are on any business groups, feel free to post it in there. Be very, very careful that you do not post that person's name in any specifics because that person could be in that group. You never know. But you can post in a group and say, I have a little bit of a trouble with a bad review. I think I know how to reply to it. Would anyone be able to help me? And you know what? Nine times out of 10, there is someone online who would more than happily have a look at it for you. So just try to keep your emotions out of it. It's really hard especially when you know we've built our business and it's it's often our baby it's our pet project for so long um that our emotion is so tied to it but you know what as much as you love your business you are not your business the reviews on your business is not necessarily a review on you sometimes you don't know what's going on in somebody else's life to make them respond like that so just take the time to take a breath and take a second before you respond That's it from me this week. Um, I hope that tip has been useful. Like I said, if you um, have a bad review and you're looking at how to reply, I'm more than happy to um, give you a little bit of advice on that one. You can contact me on Facebook or on Instagram or by email. You can find the details and the links to all of those on my website, www.healthyentrepreneur.com.au. That's it from me this week. Have an amazing weekend. Take care.